You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning and welcome to JM Sunday here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Matis Weingast and today is Sunday, August 10th, 2014, the 14th day in the month of Av, 5774. We have completed the uh, three weeks, nine days, and Tisha B'Av got back to our regular programming last week. And we are here today for another great edition of JM Sunday. Busy morning today. We're going to have a lot of music. We're going to get to that in just a few seconds. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up at 730 we're going to have our uh, News from Israel in English live at 8 o'clock. Lauren Yelenkovich will join us uh, at 8.15. She is um, performing with Yanni on his North American leg, and they'll be right here in Englewood, New Jersey, this coming Wednesday. And then at 8.30, Nachum Siegel will update us on his trip to Israel. He's there. He's been there for a few days already, and he'll continue to be there through Wednesday of this week. Uh, he'll be back, actually, on Wednesday for JM and the AM. He'll let us know what's going on there and about the two shows coming up on uh, Monday and Tuesday. Friday's show was great. It was the Hachnasa uh, Sefer Torah that was uh, it was done partially in uh, memory of Nachum's father, of Zev Siegel. A wonderful show. We are also going to have a new song written and performed by Lenny Solomon. It's in honor of the uh, soldiers, and that's going to be in the 8 o'clock hour uh, right after, uh, sometime between, before Nachum gets on the air. So we're going to have that. And uh, it's uh, supposed to be a beautiful day outside. It's looking good so far here in the North New Jersey area. We'll get to more uh, a little bit later on. Right now, here is uh, Joy is in the Air from Benny Friedman right here on JM Sunday. Shabbos Kodesh, you that look prepare for Shabbos Kodesh, joy is in the air for Shabbos Kodesh, everyone with a soul of flame to meet the Shabbos Kodesh, everyone with a role to play to greet the Shabbos Kodesh, a priceless gift, a spiritual lift, everyone finds a way to assist, do whatever they can do for the Shabbos Kodesh, a pleasure for the Jew is the Shabbos Kodesh,
Oh, <laughs> 
By Itzy Weinberger here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you. It's uh, coming up on 7.30. We'll have morning chizik with Rabbi Goldwasser. Before Itzy Weinberger, we heard from Achenu, Simcha Liner, Shimmy Engel, and Benny Friedman opened up our post three weeks, nine days tish above uh, format here on JM Sunday, our first show since then. I was in last week for Nachum on, uh, on the morning after tish above playing Music from Shlomo Kabach was really nice to hear from a lot of people and appreciate all the uh, all the calls. Nachum, as you know, is in Israel. He broadcast on Thursday and Friday from Israel, and he'll be broadcasting tomorrow and Tuesday also from Israel. He'll be back on Wednesday to JM in the AM. He's going to be on here with us at about 8.30. He'll give us an update of the trip and of the Hachanasa Sefer Torah that took place on Friday. Very exciting. Very uh, wonderful program. And... Uh, we have a busy morning today, as uh, mentioned, Rabbi Goldwasser in a couple of minutes. Our news from Israel in English, live at 8 o'clock. Lauren Yelenkovich from Yanni, 
will be uh, our guest at 8.15. She's on uh, the North American tour with Yanni, and they'll be in Englewood, New Jersey this week, and Morristown the following week, and then Nachum at 8.30. Also, we're going to have uh, new music written and performed by Lenny Solomon in honor of the soldiers in Israel, and that will take place, uh, I think it's uh, right before Nachum will be on with us. We'll get to that. We'll get to that brand new song. It's 68 degrees outside right now here in the North New Jersey area, heading up to a high of 88 degrees, mostly sunny today, then going down to 68 degrees tonight. In Jerusalem, it's 82 degrees right now, sunny, and uh, it is going down to 65 clear degrees today. If you're studying Dafyomi, it's Daf uh, 30 in Megillah, and there is a Seum Tuesday, begins Moed Katan. So it's a great time to start this week, a brand new Masechta which uh, actually begins on Wednesday with the Seam from Megillah on Tuesday night. It is uh, the 10th of August, the 14th of Av. Tonight begins Tuba Av, a special day in the uh, Jewish calendar, happy day. And uh, normally Robert Katz will be doing the Tuba Av program uh, for JM and the AM, but uh, although he was available, uh, Nachum is in Israel. Nachum will be doing the show. So maybe we can get the, we can get Robert for another day to do one of the shows there, and uh, we'll see how that works out. Right now, it is time for Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words are Lezecha Nishmasar of Zev Bar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Tuba Av, the 15th of Av, holds special significance in the Jewish calendar. There are a number of reasons for this. It's celebrated as a minor festival. Tachnun is not said. After the Chet Maraglim, the sin of the spies, Hashem decreed that every male between the ages of... I'd like to sing one more little bit sad song, a little bit happy. Good morning. Tuba Av, the 15th of Av, holds special significance in the Jewish calendar. There are a number of reasons for this. It's celebrated as a minor festival. Tachnun is not said. After the Chet Maraglim, the sin of the spies... Hashem decreed that every male between the ages of 20 and 60 would die in the Midbar. Every year, on the 9th of Av, all men in that age group would dig graves, lie down in their graves, and await their death. All those who remained alive at the end of the day would repeat this practice the following year. However, in the 40th year in the desert, the last 15,000 people who got ready to die that year on the 9th of Av arose the next day. Every subsequent night, they once again lay down in their graves, thinking that they might have miscalculated the date. On the 15th of Av, Tuba Av, when the full moon appeared, they understood that Klau Yisrael had finally been forgiven. After Yeruvim split the kingdom of Israel, he posted guards along the roads leading to Yerushalayim. He wanted to prevent the people from going up to the holy city for the Shlosh Regalim, the three pilgrim festivals. Hoshea ben Elah, the last king of Israel, wanted to repair this split to allow the people to make the three annual pilgrimages to Yerushalayim. On the day of Tuba Av, Hoshea's removal of the guards was a great cause for celebration. At the outset, when Bayesheni was rebuilt, it was very difficult to find the wood needed for the Mizbeach. The wood had to be collected from afar before the cold and the dampness set in, making the wood wormy and useless. 
The last day the wood was gathered was Tuba'av. It was a festive occasion each year when the quota was filled by that day. Long after the event, the Romans finally granted permission on Tuba'av to bury the bodies of those who had been killed in the defense of Betar. Following the case of the daughters of Tzlovchad, the daughters who inherited from their father when there were no sons, were forbidden to marry someone from a different tribe. Similarly, after the incident of the Pelegish Begiva, stated in Shoftim, the children of Israel swore not to allow their daughters to marry anyone from the Shevet Binyamin. Each of these prohibitions was lifted on Tuba'av. It was cause for great happiness as the women were free to marry any man from any tribe. Over the generations, this day has been presented in Mesechtatinus as a day devoted to marriage. Chazal tell us that on Tuba'av, the daughters of Yushalayim would go out and dance in the vineyards. They would be dressed in borrowed white dresses so as not to embarrass those who didn't have. The potential chasonim, the bridegrooms, would look on and choose a mate. Hagoiner of Shlomo Zaman offers an insightful perspective on the idea of inveagefen beinveagefen. He explains that just as a grown grapevine can't stand on its own, it has to lean on trees or other means of support. So too, a marriage is not self-sufficient. The new couple must lean on their forebears who preceded them to attain the guidance and support. Fortunate are those, he advises, who can establish their futures on the foundations of the past. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. I'd like to sing one more little bit sad song, a little bit happy both. Give me how many, friends, give me how many, hold on to the last note. Can you imagine? Can you visualize? Can you think about? About 2,400 years ago, somewhere on a street corner, in the holy city, Yerushalayim. And maybe, 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 it was on Matzohe Shabbos. Sweetest friends, let me tell you, according to our tradition, everybody knows that they have Torah, the portion of the prophet we read after a certain portion of the Torah. That means that the prophet prophesied this on that Motsoi Shabbos of the portion of that we hear. We start getting involved in the depths of it right now. The Shabbos was Hanan 2,400 to 500 years ago. Yishaya Novi, listen to the Pasha was Hanan, and he came down to the streets 
and he prophesied and he said Nachamu, Nachamu, Amin Yom Aret Elokechem Nachamu, Nachamu, Amin Yom Aret Elokechem Give me a Console my people. Don't ever stop consoling them. And then it says, Dabru Alev Yerushalayim. Speak into the heart of Yerushalayim. And call unto her. You know, sweetest friends, sometimes a person is so desperate for consolation. Sometimes a person is so desperate for one good word that when you want to give it to them, they run away. Can you imagine Mashiach walking right now? 
Most of us would just run through the window. Couldn't believe it. I want it so much, I can't believe it. Can't believe it. So he says, Dabu, Alev Yerushalayim. When she runs away, don't stop. The Kilo Eleo. Run after her and keep on crying loud. It's true, it's true. Yeah, now I know it's so true. Sometimes you want to talk to your children, they're crying. And they run away. Because they're waiting for Mashiach so desperately. Give me how many one more time.
right here on JM Sunday, Mataswankas with you. It is uh, the 10th of August, 14th of Av. We heard before that the Yeshiva Boys Choir 6, the Modani album with Yahalalund, and we uh, transitioned a little bit ourselves after the uh, after morning chizuk. We played Nachamu Nachamu, Shlomo Kabach's classic. And I uh, hope you all had a, a good restful Shabbos and good Shabbos Nachamu. It is uh, 7.52 in the morning. We're going to go to more music, and then we'll go to our mu- our news in English from Israel live at 8 o'clock. At 8.15, I'll be joined by Lauren Yelenkovich, who is a singer with Yanni. They are performing this coming Wednesday night in Englewood, New Jersey. So we'll talk about that. And then at 8.30, Nachum Siegel joins us to talk about his, uh, his trip to Israel. He's in Israel now, and... Uh, He'll be there through the Tuesday JM the AM show, and I'll be back for uh, he'll be back for the Wednesday morning JM the AM show in the in the studios. So that's what we're looking forward to. Going back to more music, we have Aaron Rozelle and Mendy Wald up here. Thanks for listening to us on JM Sunday exclusively.
on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Adam Nolad, Tag, 
Thanks, Mindy Wald, for, for that. That is Batach uh, Batach here on uh, JM uh, Sunday. Mata Swinegast with you, and uh, it is gonna. We're gonna go to the uh, news from Israel in just uh, 
just a couple of seconds. Uh, before that, we played uh, music by Aaron Rizel. Don't forget that at 8.15, I'll be joined by Lauren Yelenkovich, who is um, who is performing with Yanni. They'll be in the uh, Englewood area this coming week. And then we'll be uh, debuting new music written by Lenny Solomon in honor of the soldiers in Israel. And at 8.30, Nachum Siegel will be joining us right here on uh, on JM Sunday. It's uh, time for our news from Israel. And uh, we want to, as always, welcome and thank Hannah Levy-Julian, Middle East news commentator on Israel National Radio. She joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good. Well, actually a little bit of technical difficulty there. We're going to just reach out to her for a, uh, see if we can do this on the fly, as it were. Uh, And we're going to connect with Hannah Levy-Julian right here on... uh, JM Sunday. It is 8.02 in the morning, and uh, we usually have the connection already, but it seems like we lost it. So we're literally going to try to uh, to pick this up on the fly and uh, and see if we can get uh, Hannah Levy-Julian on the air. So we'll just give it another couple of seconds. Nachum, as you know, is in Israel, so he is... Um, he is uh, going to be joining us at 8.30, and uh, hopefully this is going to work out that we are being joined by Chana Levy-Julian. Good morning, Chana Levy-Julian. Welcome to JM Sunday. Good morning, Marcus. <laughs> Sorry for those uh, technical uh, technical <laughs> details. I I set it up to get the call on the air, and then boom, suddenly not there, so... Welcome and thanks for joining us, as you usually do on Sunday morning, to bring us the news in English from Israel. Take it away. (laughs) The Israeli cabinet met this morning at the defense ministry in Tel Aviv again, making it easier for security heads to be within racing distance to army headquarters at the Kiryat. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu made a special effort to emphasize that Operation Protective Edge has not ended, and that Israel will not negotiate with Hamas or anyone else as long as rockets are being fired from Gaza. Representatives from the various Palestinian Arab factions, including Hamas, have been waiting in Cairo since Friday, but today they say they'll leave if Israeli negotiators don't return to the ceasefire talks. The Israelis walked out Friday after rocket fire violated the agreement, and began a few hours before the ceasefire was set to end. Despite all that, there are rumors that at least one and possibly more Israeli negotiators are in fact still in touch with Egyptian mediators who are still trying to broker some kind of agreement to stop the war. There is still a real disagreement among Israel's top echelon as to what exactly to do about Gaza, especially since it's growing very clear that working with Hamas does not seem to be an option. Foreign Minister Victor Lieberman has been advocating for turning over administration of the enclave to the United Nations. No one wants to see a situation in which Israel is forced to reoccupy the region, but no matter which way it goes, Israeli officials are adamant that the terror groups in Gaza cannot keep their weapons. Israeli fighter pilots struck more than 20 terror sites between midnight and 8 o'clock this morning. During the day, the IDF struck the headquarters of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad terror group as well. So far, they've destroyed 150 terrorist targets this weekend alone, 
since the ceasefire was broken at 8 a.m. Friday. Local Palestinian sources in Gaza say at least five were killed in that time, including a 17-year-old today who died at an airstrike on Deir el-Bala in central Gaza. There's been no independent confirmation of those reports, however, and it's difficult to determine the truth of those reports because Hamas often recycles dead bodies from other incidents and sometimes actually creates scenes with actors for the photographers. That's in order to pull sympathy from international agencies, such as the United Nations and other world leaders. Those activities, by the way, are referred nowadays as Hollywood. So yes, civilian deaths in Gaza are very tragic. The problem is figuring out when they really are deaths and when they're Hollywood. So far, there have been at least 10 rocket attacks fired at Israel from Gaza today. The most recent was a barrage just a few minutes ago. Within the last hour, rockets were launched towards the Ashkelon coastal region, Zderot, and its surrounding areas and communities in the Eshkol Regional Council District. Two, two rockets exploded in an open area near Zderot. One set off a brush fire. Another rocket exploded in a community in the Eshkol district. No physical injuries reported in any of those attacks. On Friday, we were not so fortunate, and four people were injured, including 71-year-old Dr. Nachmi Paz, the head of Sapir College, located just outside Zderot. Dr. Paz was airlifted to Soroka Hospital in Beersheba. A 20-year-old soldier was also wounded in the same attack. He was taken to Barzillai Hospital in Ashkelon. Both of them sustained shrapnel wounds. Two others were injured when they fell while racing to bomb shelters. A creative rabbi in Memphis, Tennessee, wanted to give his congregation a taste of what communities in Israel are going through. So last week, Rabbi David Julian placed a beeper on the Bema before Shabbat and had it linked to the code red rocket alert system via the Internet. Throughout Shabbat services, the Or Hadash congregation learned what southern Israeli communities have been living with for the past 10 years firsthand. The first minutes were interesting and maybe even exciting or scary, according to what the rabbi said. But after that, he reports that his congregation felt annoyed and then even upset, and their feelings ran the range of those that families in Israel have been living with for more than a generation. Turn it off, turn it away, close it down, and he would say, well, it's Shabbat, and we just can't do that. It was, in short, a real educational experience. In Israel, we've heard that there was a protest of hundreds of pro-Gaza demonstrators in Manhattan yesterday. The protesters waved Palestinian flags and anti-Israel signs and called on the White House to stop supporting Israel. However, they apparently forgot to mention the non-stop rocket fire that Gaza keeps launching at Israel. They also left out the terrorist tunnels that Hamas has been using to attack Israeli civilians. Turning to the weather, we're looking at beautiful sunny skies with temperatures in the mid to upper 80s in most of the country, 90s in a lot, breezy and cool at night, of course, clear skies, great flying weather for our boys upstairs, and pretty good weather to play shesh and write letters home when you're stuck in a staging area waiting for action in an armored personnel carrier. Have a great week, everyone. Peace is the word. I'm Hannah Julian for Jam Sunday. 
That's our news from Israel. Thanks, Hannah Levy Julian. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's uh, 8.09 this morning, Eastern Time. And uh, it is the 10th day in the month of August, 14th day in the month of Av. Tomorrow's Tuba Av starts tonight. And uh, we're going we're gonna to be joined by... Uh, Lauren Yelenkovich at about 8.15. She's on tour with Yanni. We'll talk about the upcoming concert in this area. And uh, Nachum will be joining us at 8.30, talking about his trip to Israel. He's there now, showing solidarity with the people of Israel and bringing JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network over to uh, to Israel for this week. He'll be broadcasting tomorrow and Tuesday. Tuesday, the big celebration, Nefesh Benefesh, another... Full chartered flight, nobody canceled, and everybody's making Aliyah, to leaving tomorrow and heading to Israel. Tuesday morning, Nachum will be there at the arrival ceremony. So that's going to be amazing. And then Nachum will be back on the Wednesday uh, to JM and the end back in the studios. More music coming up right now. Lauren Yelenkovich at about 8.15. This is JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. feel lonely with people all around you no one's found you but do you remember but do you remember where you are and where you come from and who you're gonna be so look behind your eyes and see your soul inside Oh, my.
Avraham Freed here on JM Sunday. Matas Wang this with you. There's Lebedik Lebedik. Before that, Eli Schwebel with We Are One from the Heart's Mind album. And uh, it is uh, 8.18 in the morning here on JM. Don't forget, Nachum Siegel is going to be joining me at about 8.30 to talk about his trip 
to Israel. He's there now, so we'll be discussing that. It's a beautiful day outside today, 68 degrees, heading up to a high of 88, mostly sunny, and dipping down to 68 here in the North New Jersey area. Wherever you are around the world listening, and I know at least, uh, I've got to be at least five different countries listening right now, outside of, uh, of us here in the United States, so listening wherever you are. Hoping you're having a great day. Or the day's almost over for some people, <laughs> depending on where it is. Anyway, uh, it gives me a great pleasure to welcome back to the uh, airwaves Lauren Yelenkovich, who performs with Yanni. And uh, they are on tour right now, North American leg of the tour. And they'll be in Englewood, New Jersey, this coming Wednesday. Lauren Yelenkovich, welcome back to JM Sunday. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be back. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you, as I said to you on the phone just before, you sound very much awake for somebody who has had almost no sleep last night. <laughs> I know, right? And probably for the last, last week or so, you've had no sleep. Kind of. No. <laughs> it usually consists of me sleeping during the day. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, we came in last night, and so we're in Syracuse right now, but we had like a four-hour drive from Canada, so I tried to sleep a little bit on the bus, and then uh, and then I, you know, slept when I got to the hotel, and so after after I get done talking with you all, then I'll probably get a little more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We won't, we won't keep you too long. Last time uh, we spoke, you had just performed in Israel, then you traveled to other countries and uh, took a little bit of a hiatus and then began the North American leg of the tour uh, with Yanni. Actually, you know, as we say it here, Yanni performs with you. But, you know, <laughs> out there in the world, uh, you That's perform me. with Yanni. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've always said that we appreciate when Yanni goes around to different countries and when he goes to Israel. And I know the crowds there are great. But you are back oh here. Gosh, you, yeah. you started off in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn last week. Yes, we did. We did. We started out, I think it was Thursday night. Right. Yeah, you forget already. You have to look at the calendar. <laughs> Thursday night. You, uh, yesterday, it was so funny because I was like, I always know when I'm back on the road. It usually doesn't take very long. But yesterday, my, my friend Lisa Levy was like, what room are you in in the hotel that we were staying at? And I was kind of like, I don't even know what hotel I'm in. I don't know what city. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, now I know that I'm back on the road. I was like, right. Well, yeah, Thursday we were at the Barclays Center, so that was a lot of fun. I loved that. Yeah, we had a, a lot of listeners who, who were there, and uh, they said the concert was was phenomenal. Uh, and then you traveled yeah. up to Canada, as you said. You're now in Syracuse. You'll be performing tonight, and then yeah. uh, I think you have another uh, concert. Is it uh, back in? Uh, it's in Pennsylvania to on Tuesday, I in- think. Yeah, um, Bethlehem, I think we're in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and then I think New Jersey, right? Well, right, on, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know the schedule later, okay? Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday night, you're going to be, of course, with Yanni at the, uh, Bergen Performing Arts Center, Bergen Pack in Englewood, New Jersey. I am told that that concert is officially listed as sold out. It so, is. Yeah, which it is, is amazing. Out. But I think you got a ticket. Yeah, yeah, actually, I've, actually, I have a couple of tickets already, so I'll be there. Uh, and it must be very exciting when you go from place to place, you see different people, uh, and, uh, you know, get the energy from the audience. When you have a crowd, especially on a sold out night, it must be just phenomenal to, to get all that energy in you. Yeah, it's really, oh my god, it's, it's kind of exhilarating, actually. And, and every crowd is different. Um, 
you know, we had a really great kickoff in Brooklyn um, at the Barclays Center, and it was such an awesome show. I think everybody felt really, really great. And then uh, we kind of, like, set the tone for for the whole tour, you know. We were like, yeah, all right, here we go. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then Montreal was, like, amazing. You know, that was Lisa's hometown, so, and they were just, they were they went crazy. They were singing and everything. So, wow. and then uh, last night we were in Toronto, and it was, so loud. I think that was also pretty much sold out. I believe it was like seven or eight thousand people. I, I don't remember the exact count. Somebody and, was like, right before I walked on stage, they're like, "Oh, you know, seven thousand people out there." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. And that was. <laughs> and which was the outdoor venue? Was it the Toronto one or the Montreal yeah, one? Yeah, Toronto. The, it was, yes. Yeah. It was just last night. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. And then, um, yeah, this, this show in Englewood is going to be sold out too. I, I had a couple friends that were like, "Oh, I wanted to come," and I was like, "I can't get you tickets." <laughs> <laughs> oh well, so, um, can... it's all good. I'm glad you've got yours. Yeah, I can't wait to meet you. This Thank you. Same here. Actually, meet you. That, that's right. That's right. We've never met in person. Well, actually, we did meet in person um, oh. last uh, two years ago in the in the Philadelphia concert uh, because oh I did God. a uh, tour with my wife beforehand and you and I think it was Lisa ran the tour. <gasps> oh my God! So, yes, yes, I remember. So I so I think so. Uh, so oh, I think so super there. Cool. So that, but I'm looking forward to that. Now, you also have your own uh, album and uh, your compilation uh, tune on Yanni's album. Uh, so how's that going? Yeah. It's, uh... it's going really, really great. Um, my album is called In Your, it's called Wireless Dreams, and it's uh, available on iTunes or on my website. And uh, so far, so good. I love it. I think it's everybody's. I think everybody's kind of really enjoying it. Everybody writes to me when they listen to it, and they're like, oh, my God, I play it all the time. And so that's always, always very heartwarming. Um, I love that. And then um, I'm on Yanni's new CD called Inspirato with, uh, along with others like Plaster Domingo and Renee Fleming, which is also very exciting, and, and I'm so honored to be on that album. Right, right. Um, and I think that we were, like, I think we were, like, number one or number two on Billboard for a while, or I'm not sure what it is right now. I haven't checked recently, right. but... Um, so that was really exciting. And then I'm, you know, I'm getting ready for my next album. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm like always like trying to think for the future. So of course. I also just started collaborating with some friends and um, starting writing some music and whatnot. So Excellent. hopefully the next one will be all uh, all original. Now, I can't wait to get that out there to everybody. Beautiful. For for Yanni's concert uh, tour that you've been on this tour and, uh, and last year, you sing one particular song or you... I don't know if sing is the right word, but you perform one particular uh, tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything different? Do you do a, a different one this time uh, around or another one? What else uh, do you do? Um, and we're, I made about four songs this tour. Mm. So, And then my and the, the one song that I, my main big song is called Nightingale. So I think we always try to do that one for the audience because it's, it's, it's kind of exciting. Right. And, um, you know, so that, that's, that's in there. You'll all hear that. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> It's always very different live too. So it's right, kind of, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, is uh, do you know if Yanni is is coming out with any uh, new album soon or anything expected that you're allowed to talk about or anything in the works? Um, I'm not sure just yet. Okay. I know there, you know, the big release was just this past spring um, with Inspirato, so right. they've been working on that for like three, what, three to four years, I sure. think. So, um, but as he said, you know, it's like thirty years worth of music that he's he's written and. You know, it's been in the works for so long, and um, so they just released that. So I think they're they're focusing on that right now. But um, 
hopefully soon there will be something else that I can tell you about. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Lauren Yelenkovich is my guest this morning on JM Sunday, performing with Yanni, or Yanni performing with her, as we say, uh, on uh, on the uh, latest Leg of the World Tour, which I think is going to take you through like the end of September, so our third week in September. Yeah, end of September, we end up in California. Wow, that's nice. And, and then I you know, have to... all over the U.S. and Canada. We're going back to Canada, I think. Back and forth. Well, whoever, whoever planned the, uh, the tour looking at the dates must have like gone to uh, Waze or some, some uh, you know, app like exactly. that to figure out how do we get from one place to the other the most easy way because well, it's crazy. It, definitely, it all plays a factor into like how we, uh, how, how everything is booked for the tour, you know, and you never really, I mean, I don't really realize, you know, our tour manager does and he's the one that's like, you know, okay, we'll go here and there and because they have to make sure that we can make it to the next venue. Yeah, in time, of <laughs> I course. Think there's, there's one, uh, we travel by bus on this tour, like all in the U.S. We travel oh. by, we have four tour buses, two for the band, two for the crew. Wow. And, um, and we drive everywhere. Don't worry, they're like really cool buses. They're yeah. Not, like, you know, they, I don't have to like sleep sitting up. You mean they're, they're, they're not, they're not yellow school buses? Uh, you know, no, they're, they're not yellow school buses. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, it sounds nice, sounds fun, but I'm sure you know. Obviously, it takes a toll uh, on everybody to travel around so much and just be yeah, in a different place. A uh, but I guess each night you definitely have to like to travel, right? <laughs> when, I guess each night when you perform, though, you get that energy back in, and that keeps you going for another day. Exactly. Great. Exactly. It's always worth it to me. I love it. Well, so. <laughs> good luck. Good luck tonight on on the concert in Syracuse. Uh, get some rest today. We look forward Thank to uh, seeing you on Wednesday in Englewood, and uh, yes. uh, you know, just continued success. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I was able to come back and talk with you. Same here. I can't wait to see you on, on <laughs> at Englewood. I'm going to see you on at Englewood. Yes. All right. Take All care. Right. Thank you so much. Take have care, a you too. have a great day. Bye, bye. Bye, eight twenty nine in the morning. That was Lauren Yelenkovich from from Yanni. Uh, was performing with Yanni and will be in concert in Englewood this coming uh, Wednesday night. Oh, we always like to um, to mention the fact, and we appreciate the fact that the Yanni uh, over the last few years on his world tours has uh, stopped in Israel and did not give in to any of the um, any of the uh, requests for for him not to perform in Israel. So we really appreciate that and thank him for bringing everything that uh, he does and brings to the state of Israel. Uh, we are going to go to some music. We are going to pr- play a brand new selection from Lenny Solomon. He wrote this specially for the soldiers in Israel and... Uh, it's in honor of the soldiers, and it's inspired by the acts of kindness by Israelis and by people all over the world who support them. So here is Am Yisrael Anetzach, uh by uh, Lenny Solomon, and will be joined shortly by Nachum Siegel, direct from Israel. Thanks for listening, everyone. JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
בנים קשים, העם ביחד, כולם מוכנים, העם מאוחד, צה"ל מכה. a little taste of the Achnasat Sefer Torah celebration that took place in Sterot this past, um, this past Friday, Erev Shabbos. And uh, we are fortunate to be joined by the one and only Nachum Siegel right here on JM Sunday. Nachum, good morning to you. Yeah, it seemed uh, to be really inspiring. And... Uh, you're in Israel. You're going to be there tomorrow and the next day for the big celebration, Nefesh Benefesh, charter flight, landing in Israel. So what's it like? What's going on over there? Uh, well, there are rockets flying right now in Ashkelon. I'm sure anybody with a red alert up sees that. Um, all right, so that's the, you know, I guess that piece of news especially dominates the media in the United States. The 
you know, 99% of life, uh, either everywhere else or in other aspects of life, seems to continue as normal here, thank God. Um, there's a totally, you know, we were here a couple of weeks ago, a totally different atmosphere in the country. Uh, when we were here, the ground offensive had begun. Uh, there were a lot of very nervous people, especially parents and fiancés and and uh, siblings and children, very, very nervous about uh, the Gaza uh, offensive and uh, a tense, um, a tension-filled atmosphere in general at that time. Now it's certainly a lot calmer because of the ceasefire that was implemented and that has held somewhat. I know that uh, you know, rockets firing out of Gaza and the Israeli Air Force responding does not really equal a ceasefire, but it's certainly a little bit different than it was over the last uh, couple of weeks. And uh, you know, with the pullout from Gaza, the, uh, the ground pullout, obviously a lot of people have returned home. Um, so a little bit of a different atmosphere. I, you know, I continue to encourage people to come, and I would hope that North American Jews would be a little uh, more dependent, a little more to be relied on than uh, than the impression that the cab drivers, store owners, and hoteliers have of them here in Israel. You know, this month this is August, and you know, we've been in many situations before where people have abandoned Israel when it came to tourism. Right. But this is a really tough month to do it. This mm. is a really this is a bread and butter month for the industry. And there are just, I mean, you see it, that there's such inactivity. It's driving everybody nuts. Well, uh, the uh, the flip side of this would uh, indicate to me that there's probably plenty of places to go, and you'll get great treatment and have a fantastic time if you come. That's true. There's some bargains to be, to be had, and there's some deals to be made, and there are less lines than usual in a lot of places. That's true. And restaurants are, unfortunately, a little emptier. Right. Uh, there are advantages, and uh, we would hope that people would come and, would want to keep their events and their armistice trips and their vacations on the calendar for this month. Now, I'm, I'm not going to say it's exactly the way it was a couple of months ago, but it's very close to that. Right, right. now, it's, it's, just, it's much, much closer to that. I would hope, especially in this era where people seem to wait till the last minute to cancel as opposed to, you know, what had been happening uh, years ago, I would hope that people will, uh, you know, we're scheduled to leave this week and next. In fact, we'll... Right. Well, uh, you mentioned something, I think, on the air on Friday, and then you just echoed it today. You know, when we hear the news around here in America or any place else in the world, when the news comes up about Israel, it's obviously about the fighting and what's going on and the perception and the bias and everything else. And that's the sum total of the news segment about Israel. When you're there, you hear what goes on in normal daily life that happens to include, yes, a major situation, but life still goes on. It does not stop. Yeah. Look, we were in State Road. Everyone knows that someone, and it was somebody who a lot of people know, when they went to school in State Road, was hurt in an attack that was a direct hit on a house. Right. And we know that you know a lot of kids have been sleeping for three, four weeks in shelters. Yes, we know the reality, right. but uh, there's so much, so many other aspects of life that continue here as normal. Right, absolutely. And I would hope that people would be able to, uh, you know, get everything into perspective and, 
and continue to think about Israel, and obviously, even more importantly, to keep coming to Israel. Right. You know, you know. I sometimes compare it. I said to somebody last week, if you're in the New Jersey area and you know the geography here and you hear that something happened in Trenton, New Jersey, it's not going to stop you from coming to visit uh, New York City or North Jersey. It's it's just, it's not. But somebody from California who hears in New Jersey today something happened in Trenton, you know, they stay away from New Jersey. So that that should not uh that yeah, should that's, not happen. That's frustrating a lot of the, that's frustrating a lot of people in the tourism industry. Right. Uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, this may not have been the case, but now they're asking, what do they think the wars in your July and so on is? Like, yeah. what's, what's going on here? Exactly, exactly. Well, there is a group of people that is coming to Israel, uh, leaving tomorrow that uh, definitely have not changed their plans, and that is the great Nefesh Benefesh uh, charter flight, and you're going to be there on uh, Tuesday morning. You're also broadcasting from Israel tomorrow morning, of course, but you'll be there for the big celebration on Tuesday. Yeah, tomorrow we're actually going to pre-record our show live from the porch. We'll probably sound very similar to this. Exactly. I know I'll be watching, as I always do. I stay up late to watch that, and I expect to see you there. I'm sure that I will, and I hope to There's hear you there. Yes, I hope so. I expect to. Right, right. Well, and by the way, uh, you said tomorrow you'll be doing the uh, the show from uh, the Inbal. Tomorrow, of course, is Tubaav. And uh, I just want to thank Robert Katz, who usually does the Two Buff program, and he was willing to do it if scheduling worked out that way. But uh, he is uh, not going to be doing it because you're going to be in Israel doing it. So a, a show on Two Buff—that's uh, uh, unusual for you. Yeah, thank Robert as well. We'll try to put in some Two Buff music and obviously talk about the special day that it is. We'll also an old friend, Larry Waxman, is going to join us. It's exactly 30 years since he made Aliyah. Oh wow! 30 years. So we'll speak with him, and we are anticipating a couple other very special guests, including a very prominent member of the New Jersey Jewish community, who I hope will land on time and be able to join us and discuss his own solidarity trip, which we'll be doing this week. And we're gonna have, we may have a candidate for Congress who's gonna join us, who's on a mission to Israel. Nice. And I'm hoping a very prominent uh, broadcaster here in Israel is gonna join us as well. So all that hopefully coming up tomorrow. Very, very nice. Yeah, you know what the inbal said to you, I heard. I said, we have good news and bad news. The good news is you have an entire floor for just you and your staff at the inbal Hotel this week. And the bad news is you have an entire floor because nobody else is coming. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> nah, just, just kidding, just kidding. There are a lot of people there. Uh, so we look forward to that. That's uh, tomorrow morning and Tuesday morning. You'll be back on Wednesday, right? Do I have to do yeah, anything for Wednesday? Right All right, good, good. Just let me know if that changes so I can uh, get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. You'll be the first to know that you know. Right, uh, just for a minute to go back to what we started with, the Hachnasa Sefer Torah that was on Friday. Uh, was uh, in the memory of a number of uh, people, and uh, you had the group that was there 
some of the people that were there were at the radio station for the Jam and AM Marathon, uh, and it was That's very right. exciting to hear that. So that one of the um, people, of course, was your father, uh, Rav Zev Siegel of Shalom, who was uh, memorialized by this. And uh, you know, how did that? Do you want to talk about that for a minute and tell us how it came about? Well, it was unique. It was unique. I get to take my uh, children and grandchildren to an Ethiopian synagogue in Sirot and show them a Torah that's dedicated. And it looks like we just lost that signal from the um, from the from the inbal, uh from the porch. So we are going to let's see if we can try to reconnect. If Nachum can give us a call back, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he can. Uh, it is uh, eight forty-three in the morning, and uh, we've been talking with uh, Nachum Siegel on um, about the uh, trip to Israel. Nachum, are you back with us? Yeah, I apologize about that. that that's uh, okay. I mentioned about my father, and then Dr. Joe Rosazada's father and Simon Jacob's father-in-law are also memorialized. The fact that a Kohen Levy and Yisrael are the three people on the Torah, uh, whose memory was donated, uh, that's pretty significant. The fact that it was done in the Ethiopian synagogue, and it's a Sephardi sacred Torah. The whole thing was just, it, it was one of those, you can't make this stuff up stories. Right. That's what made it so special. Right. The uh, now, did you see? I, I'm just curious uh, about the detail. Uh, you saw obviously the Sefer Torah itself. Is it? I know they're different ksav for, you know, writing different things. Is it a different type of uh, ksav than what you're used to seeing? No, I think it was readable. I think I could have read it if I needed to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of that, but you know, <laughs> and the and the. Um, and I, I apologize because I do not know if they called it anything different. You know what the the covering of the Sefer Torah in the Sfarad community. I, I don't um, remember what it's called, but it, it, it's the uh, it looked like a silver covering around it. Yeah, that's a, the silver case, and on the inside, as opposed to what we would have on the Torah cover, on the inside is where they print, you know, the different dedications and stuff. Right. So is that and, uh, will that Torah be read? In the Sephardic tradition, standing up? Oh, yeah. It, it, it is already the primary one, yeah. Wow. Very nice. Very, very nice. And Beautiful. the Sephardic community. It's the Ethiopian synagogue. It's really a, a, real, a real niche market. <laughs> that's, a great way of, that's a great way of putting it. It's a niche market that can also eat kitneos on Pesach. So you got to all... Big that's for sure. Who knows what else? Right, absolutely. Uh, well, uh, you know, there's certainly a lot to learn from that community that just, you know, still is just coming out even decades after uh, the community uh, in mass made Aliyah. So uh, it's fascinating history there. Nachamana, thank you. Is there anything else uh, going on that you want to share with us? No, that's it, Matis. I uh, I want to thank you, and I just want to remind everybody to stay tuned in all through the week. And um, to keep Israel in, in your mind, no matter where you are, and even more so, if you can put Israel on your calendar, it's something that we're pushing all through this trip. And I hope that uh, our audience responds in a positive manner. Absolutely. Nachum Siegel, thank you again for joining us here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hey, look at that. <laughs> it's always good to hear from you. And we'll listen to you tomorrow morning. Thanks again, Nachum. Regards to everybody. Thank you, Marcus. Good luck. Thank you. It is 8.45 in the morning, getting ready to close out uh, today's edition of JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My thanks to Nachum. It's always exciting when he's in Israel because it shows so much support, and we don't realize uh, what it does to the people there. I think somebody mentioned on Friday, I don't remember who it was during the broadcast, that uh, that that people there, the tourists, were saying thank you to the Israeli soldiers. 
that they saw, and the soldier said back to them, no, thank you for uh, for doing what you do and for uh, supporting us. So it's really, truly amazing. We're going to go back to some more music before we close out the show. Uh, we have up, let's see, uh, Shlemy Gertner. Yeah, Shlemy Gertner, Better Place from the Imagine album, right here on JM Sunday.
possibility to do the best of my ability. I have just one responsibility to do the best of my ability. I have just one responsibility to do the best of my ability. up our music selections for today here on JM Sunday. My thanks to Nachum Siegel for joining us from Israel. My thanks to Lauren Yelenkovich, who's on tour with Yanni, for joining us as she is touring around and uh, letting us know what's happening out there. We'll see them in Englewood this coming Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night. And uh, last week we didn't mention this because it was in the nine days right before Tishabov. But uh, but last week marked the 100th show of JM Sunday, straight, not missing a single week. And in the calendar, we were fortunate in the sense that, that there was not a Yom Tov on a Sunday. So 
straight 100 weeks since the show began with the launch of the Nachum Siegel Network on September 9th, I believe it was, 2012. So we'll be celebrating two years in just a couple of weeks. And we hit that milestone last week. So today officially is the 101st JM Sunday show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My thanks to everybody for listening all these past few years and letting us know how great the show is and how wonderful the network is and everything. And we look forward to seeing you back here next week, right here on JM Sunday.